on this special episode of True Story Bro. It's Footballapalooza, Super Bowl week. What more can I say? We're going to get the Super Bowl set up for you guys. Talk about that. Kansas City versus Tampa Bay. What a beautiful matchup. Last week of football left. But there was still lots of news coming out of the NFL as Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford got traded for each other. And we're going to have our thoughts on that. Plus, we got Parlay Party and Game of the Week all coming up on Episode 4 of True Story Bro. Enjoy. <laughs> es hora de comer. Es hora de comer. Es hora de comer. Y'all ready for this? All right, welcome to episode four of True Story, bro. Ray Dog, this is a big episode. It's a football-heavy episode. Yep. Football-palooza. Exactly. It is football-a-palooza. We are in Super Bowl week officially. Kansas City, uh, Tampa Bay, in Tampa Bay. And, Dog, you think that uh, the heat's on Kansas City – Yes, I do. And the reason I think it's on Kansas City is because, you know, obviously Kansas City is 14-2 and two this year, 14-1 and ones with Mahomes playing, obviously. Only loss came to Oakland. Well, I guess it's Vegas Raiders now. But, uh, yeah, they have the most pressure on them. They have uh, the greatest uh, QB in the game right now, arguably going to be one of the greatest of all time if he keeps up his career the way it's going. They also have Tyreek Hill, uh, speed demon of a wide receiver, can burn a guy, lose him in the dust. Um, and they almost got Travis Kelsey at uh, tight end. Um, arguably going to be one of the greatest. Um, he had the most um, catches this year by tight end ever. And uh, I think the heat's on them because uh, everybody's expecting them to win. If I told you at the start of the year that Tampa Bay was going to be in the Super Bowl, you'd probably look at me like I was crazy. You, you'd tell me they're going to host the Super Bowl, but they're not going to be in it. And um, yeah. the Chiefs are expected to be this next dynasty that the Patriots were kind of thing. And, you know, all the other teams like the other teams in the other uh, eras that were great teams. And and they're just expected to be this ne- next dynasty. And um, I think they have the most pressure. And um, obviously Mahomes wants to beat Brady, and that's the pressure. Like, if he wants to be considered – uh, the greatest quarterback of all time because people think that's what he's going to be. He can if he gets this win, they're going to he's going to say, "How are you going to say that guy's better than me if I beat him in a Super Bowl?" And that's why the yeah, exactly, exactly. Like if you want to be the best, you have to beat the best. Exactly, it's, it's no question. Like dog the way I see it, it's no question that the Chiefs are the next dynasty. They're the next big thing yeah. because. Like if if you want your team to be that good, you're good. You got to keep your weapons or exactly. So I, that's what they're gonna do. They're like I don't think Eric Bieniemy is ever going to leave the city of Kansas City ever. Yeah. Um. Maybe maybe Andy Reid leaves and he gives the job to Eric Bieniemy after, but I yeah. don't think he leaves. But yeah. Um. I I still kind of think that uh, that Brady. Pete just because he's been there, done that, and now he's going up against this 
new, young, fast, exciting team that everyone loves to watch. Yeah. So, you know, that that's the way I see it. And plus they're hosting too, which no yeah. team has ever done. That's true. Um, so I, I, so I just feel like, but then again, at, well, how old's Brady? He's like 40, 41, 43. 42, 43. 43, 43, at 43 years old. How much yeah. does Brady have to lose? He has six rings. No matter what happens tonight, we're going to still look at Brady and say, this guy was the greatest of our generation. Exactly. Perhaps greatest of all time. So, yeah. I mean, and I could also make a case that, like, the pressure isn't on Patrick Mahomes because he's already won a Super Bowl, but that was also against the San Francisco 49ers team that had a heavy drop-off this season. I yeah. mean, you you could argue it either way. Just, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of hype going up to this game because it's Mahomes versus Brady, old yeah. versus new, what happens, just – it's going to be a great game either way. And, um, you know, the over, I I feel like the over is going to be hit. I feel like it's going to go. Whoever wins the game on Sunday will be the team that had the most success in throwing the ball. Like, you know how a lot of the times it's always like, if you could control the run game, you know, the run game, run game, you know, you got to, you got to control the run game and keep that clock moving, have it on your side so that you can win the game. You know, they always talk about that. But this team, both these teams do so well without even having to throw the football. Yeah. It's not even funny. Oh, it's 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 nuts. It's nuts. It, it's not even funny. And I, I, I feel like, you know, Brady's still got a little bit of juice in that arm. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes can just whip it for 20 yards without even looking at the receiver he's throwing to. So, like, it's just – it's such a fun matchup. Plus, we get playoff Lenny. I know I just said that the running game won't be as present, but there's also playoff Lenny. Yeah. Um, who went from healthy scratch in the middle of the season with the Bucks, and now if you don't get Leonard Fournette going – you might find yourself in trouble if you're Tampa Bay. Yeah. So I think it's a great matchup. Uh, you know, it, it's very interesting for sure. Like, uh, you know, we were talking, you were talking about this earlier, but um, you talked about defense. Yeah, I did. Before I, I feel, and, 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 yeah, like in our last take, <laughs> um, Kansas City's defense, they haven't been the best this no. season. But it, it, I think if they, like you said, if they play the same way against Buffalo, Kansas looks like the most, Kansas City looks like the most complete team out there. Because that game against Buffalo, that was the most perfectly played defensive game I've ever seen. The Bucs had a good game against football. I, I'm going to give the Bucs defense this. They had a really good game against Rodgers too. Rodgers and the Packers. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there were some questionable calls. There though. was, like, there, there were some, but I will say, like you said, the chiefs played their best game of defense last week. By yeah, far. That, was, that was their best. By far. That was their best defensive game all year. Yeah. It, it's not even a question. So, you know, I, I feel like I I feel like going up against this this um, 
Kansas City defense, what Tampa might want to do is just find whatever their weak spot is and just burn it. Like, like just go after that weak spot all game long. They're really hard to play. Like, like that defense struggles against the passing game. Yeah. It's really hard for Kansas City to keep up with it the is. passing game. And and we don't know how far and we don't know how much juice I, I know I said Tom Brady has enough juice left in that arm, but by enough juice I mean like you know, enough stamina in the arm to throw uh a couple seven yard checkdowns and then at the end of the quarter air one out to Scotty Miller. Um and that that's gonna be a big thing. Like, you know, what does how does Kansas City's defense respond whenever Scotty Miller's on the field and Tom Brady wants to air it out for fifty yards yeah. to Scotty? How are they gonna how are they gonna react whenever Chris Godwin it, you you mentioned Tyree Kill being pretty fast. Yeah. Chris Godwin's pretty speedy as well. Yeah, yeah. How is Kansas City gonna react to Chris Godwin turning on the Jets? How are they gonna react to, to Mike Evans, you know, being just like this beast that he is when he's healthy? Yeah. Um, is Mike Evans healthy? Mike Evans is healthy. Uh, I believe the only one that is questionable is Antonio Brown from that offense. Oh, I mean, and, and how often is Antonio Brown on the field? Like, not that often. Oh, actually, he has been. Like, the last few games, they've been playing him a lot. Man. Just think of the journey. Antonio Brown's been on a really weird journey. Like, yeah. he's gone from, like, nutting on his trainer's back whenever she wasn't looking to being in the suit to 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 recording John Gruden on the phone telling him to shut up and play football essentially and now he's in the Super Bowl and and just Tom Brady just just loves Antonio Brown can we just talk about how two members of the Steelers from the 2019 team are in the Super Bowl and how that Man. team is not. <laughs> Man, that team was so and, toxic. And the and the two guys are Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, if you do not know. And and you do not have the OG Big Ben. The Steelers are actually turning into a really unlikable team. Yeah. And they just picked up uh, they just picked up what's his name, eh? Uh Bust Haskins. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, yes, who got released by the Redskins. <laughs> Oh, sorry, the football, football team. team. The football team. My the, apologies. The R-words. Yeah. R-words. R-words always get me. Um, no, like, th- this game is really exciting. Like I, like, I feel like, obviously, there's a lot of hype because the, the host city's team yeah. is in the Super Bowl. Can we also speaking of which? What a great season it's been for uh, Tampa Bay sports. You get the lightning. Exactly. You get the light. It's gonna, but it's gonna turn sour really quickly if Tampa Bay loses this game because yeah. you got the Ray out of the big four sports leagues. Three of three of those leagues had Tampa Bay in its finals, and the fourth big four. The fourth member out of the Big Four, which is the NBA, did not have Tampa Bay in its finals because there's not even a Tampa Bay-based basketball team. The Raptors like, are playing the light- Tampa Bay, but... <laughs> That's not the Tampa Bay Raptors, though. It's the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors. Like, so, the Tor- so the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. The 
Tampa Bay Rays were in the World Series. Now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the are in the Super Bowl. I will well, say this though: if Tampa Bay loses, it's gonna be very very sour. <laughs> yeah, to have three of your professional sports franchises in the finals of their respective leagues, and only one of those franchises win. Well, you had the LA. LA had a good run this year too. LA and Tampa Bay were yeah. the two teams that were like in the most finals this year. Like, yeah, uh, you had the Lakers win. Yeah, they had the Dodgers win, and uh, yeah, and then Rays were in the finals, and Lightning were in the final. Lightning won the cup, at which Wasn't they like rightfully deserve. In, been a... in a final too? No, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't watched MLS, I, but I, I thought I heard something about that. How they threw in soccer just because. <laughs> Yeah, remember when Zlatan compared himself? Like he said that, uh, what did he say about him playing in the MLS? He was a Porsche, uh, he was a Porsche in a highway full of Fiats or something like that. I think so, but I will find the quote. Pretty much his way of of him saying that everyone in the MLS sucks. Remember when that was that was kind of a fun era though. Like I kind of miss. Yeah, MLS, LA Galaxy, Zlatan. But, uh, so yeah, just that was a. Um, I, I couldn't find that quote, but I found when he left, he could, I came, I saw it. Yeah, I remember that. That was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, dog. Yeah. I guess since in this world of betting on sports, that kind of matters the most. And so, you know, we got to give our opinions on this. Uh, so spread right now for uh, – so, so the point spread for the Super Bowl is at three and a half. Who do you see covering and why? Who do I see covering? Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a close game, but it's going to be a shootout. Like I Okay, but who covers? Ooh. You said it's three and a half? Yeah, it's at three and a half. I think Tampa Bay covers that. Okay, that's that's fair enough. I, I kind of think, like, I think Tampa Bay covers just because that defense has the slight edge. Yeah. Like, like I could see them losing by a field goal, or I could see, like, yeah, yeah. See, here's how I see this game turning out. I see um, Kansas City scoring a field goal, then Tampa Bay at some point scoring a touchdown, and that puts them ahead. And then Kansas, but it, but not like fully ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Kansas City battles back and scores yeah. a touchdown, gets the exactly. PAT. That's the end of the game and uh, the weekend. Um and and the weekend seven million dollars that he poured into the halftime show is worth it in the end. Yeah, I'm kind of hyped about the halftime yeah, show what too. Like, player I like, the weekend is. Yeah, I know that was kind of sweet. Like, yeah, like I could kind of tell that this halftime show is going to be pretty sick. Well, yeah, he that. said he uh, he poured that money in because he wanted it the way he envisioned in the first place when he accepted the offer. Yeah. I heard something that they don't get paid to do the halftime show. Is that true? I have 
They have to. That's what I thought, but uh, I forgot who saw it, said it. Some like sports media said that, like they don't like. They're so halftime show. There's there's so much revenue and like yeah, to rent a commercial for like thirty seconds is like two million dollars. I know it's nuts. Like there's a lot of money that that goes into the Super Bowl, and it's kind of funny to think about it because just. You look at all the other championships, there's not a whole lot of money that gets poured into the... Well, there's a lot, obviously, but there's... Like, the Stanley Cup Finals isn't as big of a cash grab. Neither is the World Series. Neither is the NBA Finals. None of it is is that big of a cash grab. Obviously, the Finals for every single sports league is whenever you get the most views and, and the biggest hype, but the Super Bowl is like the sports games of all sports games. Like every single Super Bowl yeah. is a where were you moment. Exactly. And, and that's they, so nuts to think about. The artists do not get paid. Wow. that That's so dumb. It's mind boggling, honestly. But it's a Super Bowl halftime artists are not paid to perform. But there's there. However, they cover the show cost. So the NFL gives them a budget to do their performance and the related expenses and be able to put on the show, but they don't actually get paid. They get a, but they do get like a, an allowance kind of oh, thing put towards their budget for the show. Oh, like it's, oh, like it's pretty much like a, like a free show. Like you don't have to pay for the venue. Yeah. And they pay okay, for all your props and all your background dancers and whatever you need in your trailer kind of thing like that. But okay, you don't that actually makes get a lot more. Okay, that makes a lot more sense though, because like, yeah. you know, whenever a an artist performs a concert like on tour, it's up to them to buy the props. They have to rent the facility. They have to buy all the the tools and the and the stereo and sound system and all that stuff. Like, and if they want to bring someone on for a collab, it's up to them to pay the artist to go on and and do a collab with them so yeah you know i understand that but like at some point like there's a whole lot of revenue that goes into the super bowl when you exactly. look at viewership and sponsors yeah. and everything when do you start paying the artists uh, i don't know but you think of the uh, publicity they get from this like the amount of people that watch the Super Bowl and the amount of like different groups and ethnicity groups and like people that watch it, like everybody watches the Super Bowl pretty much, like everybody. And, Even like, if it's just the halftime show. And, and, and exactly, some people might not know the weekend. Like some people might not know them, but like after watching them, come on, them, I, come on. you're telling me everybody knows who the weekend is. Come on, you say that you say blinding lights. Do you not think that everyone's not going to think of the weekend? It's true, but like some people wouldn't know that though. Like, and maybe, you kind of have to be, or maybe they wouldn't know that he sang all these good songs. So maybe they'll check him out more, and then he gets streams off of Spotify or Apple Music or Amazon Music. Not knowing a whole lot of his, not knowing his discography is different than not knowing the weekend as a whole. It's true. I guess so. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Like, you kind of have to live under a rock to not know who the weekend is. I want to see what the NFL's revenue percentage is from the Super Bowl. It must make up, like, 40% of the revenue. 
oh, it has to be more than that. If, like, $2 million is, like, what companies have to pay up for, for like, 30 seconds worth of an advertisement. Listen to this. On... So in 2019, from advertising revenue, they made $336 million U.S. Hmm. Just from advertising alone? Just from advertising alone. That's wild. Like, what would you do with $36 million? I don't know. (laughs) I'd probably go blow it all on can't lose parlays. Oh, I was going to say, you uh, you ever watch Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> yeah. No, actually, like, I haven't. I haven't. You haven't watched Wolf of Wall Street? No, I haven't. Uh, unfortunately, I have not, but I've watched The Big Short. Oh, okay. So I kind of know what's going on. So because I've watched The Big Short, I kind of know everything about this GameStop stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> Topic for another day. Yeah, that that that'll probably be like on another slow news day. <laughs> Maybe we will do a podcast on stocks and stuff one time. Just do a little special segment. You will? Yeah, just a little stonk. A little, a little stonk. stonk thing. A little stonk thing, you know. Stonk. Do you know how much it costs to buy Bitcoin right now? Forty three I Yeah, I know for one Bitcoin it's forty three thousand dollars Canadian. But but there's ways that you is can insane. mine your own, eh? How you get? Uh, I forget what it's called, but you buy it, and it's it's like it's a tool that allows you to. It's like on the internet. It's like a mining thing that you can buy, and it like allows you to cut, try to mine Bitcoin. But it's like really hard, really hard to do. Yeah, like last time. Uh, so one time, uh, last year, whenever I was down south, God, it's so weird to like think that though. Like a year ago travel anyways back whenever yeah. we were able to travel um i remember the hotel i was staying at in punta Cana, there was uh, a service where you could rent a car or, or like you could like rent a car or like buy stuff with bitcoin yeah. like like they'd accept bitcoin trades that's insane yeah i know like the fact that and you know what in in 10 years from now i think our entire currency is going to be crypto Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at Bitcoin here. They started off at $541 for one Bitcoin. Like, no. Because I went on Wellsimple and it was like 43000 No, this is... I'm. It started off at $541. When they first started like, it in 2018 or 2017 here. It started off at five hundred forty-one dollars, and that's it's now at forty-five thousand. Is that not crazy? Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. Like, imagine how rich you'd be if you held on. Like, I, like, I'd like to think how rich the people from twenty eighteen are. Um, it's like Homer Simpson when he didn't buy Apple and bought Zoom instead, or some some or it was some <laughs> it was some like off-brand Apple company. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like we're getting off track, so we're trying to get back to the football yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. Um, do do 
do we want to step away from Super Bowl and from the Super Bowl and talk we, we about, can come back uh, to it and the, we can talk about we can come back we can come back to it I think we should talk about the quarterback market because yeah. it's starting to heat up the the season isn't even over yet there's one game left in the season and the quarterback market's already opening up and I think we should start with the with the big topic the the big menu item which is the uh which is the big trade that happened what was it Friday uh yeah, Friday yeah Friday uh so Matthew Stafford goes to the uh, Los Angeles Knights for in exchange for Los Angeles Knights Rams, Matthew Rams. Stafford goes to the Los Angeles Rams in exchange for uh Jared Goff and two first round picks and a, correct? Third. and a third and a third and a third sorry yeah and a third so can, can I just start end, off with this one yeah on how wrong I was like how wrong I was with what I thought I thought he was going to a different team I had, I had a couple teams that I had written down because I thought we might have talked about this last week so I had some notes written down no I think I think we were I think last week we were like okay we're gonna talk about it this week yeah, because we didn't think he'd get traded like now. <laughs> One, no, like, obviously, like a not. week before the Super Bowl. Last week we were saying, last week our minds were at where will they go, and now we're yeah. at holy shit, they're gone. Now what do we? Now what do we do? Um, but no, yeah, continue. But continue. Who do you, who did you think Matt Stafford was was a good fit for? I thought he was going to Indianapolis. Okay. I thought he was okay. going to slide right in there, replace uh, Philip Rivers. They're the they're the perfect team. They're the most they're the most balanced team in the NFL. They have the best defense. They have a pretty good they offense. They do have a nice defense. They just need a quarterback. They have a good, good running backs. They have Hines, and they have another guy too. Uh, They've Galladay yeah, but, as a wide receiver. That was Detroit, though. Detroit oh, sorry, had sorry, Kenny sorry. Galladay. No, sorry. Who's who's the? Sorry, my bad. T. Y. Hilton. T. Y. Hilton. Is T.Y. Hilton that good anymore? Like, like I know he was kind of underappreciated throughout the the long run, I guess you could say. Yeah. But now he's kind of, I don't know. Like, is he really that good anymore? He's he's still pretty good, I'd say. Yeah, but he's when it comes to the wide receiver conversation, like no one puts T.Y. Hilton up there. No, that's true. And maybe that's just because T.Y. Hilton is underappreciated and will always be underappreciated. But just, like, I don't know. I, at this point, T.Y. Hilton's kind of, like, aged a little bit. That um, It's kind of sad to watch that he's never really gotten an opportunity. Uh, yeah, looking, looking at his stats right now, last year uh, in 2020 – he had he was targeted 93 times which is the third least amount of times he was targeted in his career um 762 receiving yards picked up 13.6 yards per carry or yards per reception sorry and get this ray dog yeah this is that is the least amount of yards per reception that he's received in his career or no second least second least five touchdowns on the year uh like it like it almost feels like 
catch uh catch percentage was 50.8 second least in his career um or sorry catch percentage was 60.2 which was which isn't really in highlight real numbers receiving yards per target 8.2 like it just to me I'm looking at this and I kind of feel bad yeah honestly like I don't know man it, it's kind of tough to watch you know I, I just feel like at some point T.Y. Hilton is gonna it, I, I feel like we're starting to watch the drop off of T.Y. Hilton yeah and here's here's the sentence that I put that made the made me look so bad was Patriots p- could possibly get him but Indy makes the most sense great D and weapons and Matt Stafford told the Lions, New England is the only team I don't want to trade me to want to be traded to. Trade me to anybody else. Wasn't it is not because of Matt Patricia? I think so. I think so. Like like is Matt Patricia not uh working with the Yeah, he's back as one of our assistant coaches. Or assistant to a okay. coach, I think. Okay, fair enough. I don't know if that was the reason why, or he just doesn't like New England. But he did say he don't want to get traded to New England. Yeah, I think it. I think it had something to do with uh, with Matt Patricia. Yeah, because um, that was kind of messy. Like that was everyone. Yeah, whenever Matt Patricia was around, everyone was like, "Because didn't he come in and take over for the old head coach?" And Detroit was doing pretty well with the old head coach. Yeah, th- they were doing all right. Like they made the playoffs a few times uh, here and there, you know. But but it was nothing too special. They, they were just it? trying to get over the hump. They're trying to get over the hump. That was that's yeah. what they're trying to do. Yeah, for sure. Like like they made the playoffs a couple times. I know that. Um, yeah. Man, no. Uh, and then and now I, they I got kneecaps like... in there. Yeah. Uh, I feel like. Uh, Honestly, if you ask me, I feel like uh, Los Angeles is a good fit for for Matt Stafford. Uh, it is because L.A. to me seems like that team that if they had a really good quarterback, like I still think Jared Goff's pretty good. I do too. Am I am that, I on that's coke why for thinking? I honestly like him. I like I like Stafford better going to the Rams than Indianapolis, but I didn't think the Rams would be in contention for him. I didn't think that. Like, I don't also, think anybody I, really did. I don't really think that um, they'd be interested in trading for him because you'd think no. that if you if you picked a guy first overall, you'd, yeah. you'd want to stick around and see if you could if you can um, get something going here. Like, like he and this guy first... just took you to a Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, but it was. But then you could also argue like that Super Bowl. He only got a field goal in whenever it came to. Uh, it's true. Whenever but it he came still down to points, there. like so, he had his third best season in terms of throwing yards. He had twenty touchdowns, which is the second least amount of touchdowns since his rookie season. Touchdown percentage was 3.6. 13 interceptions, which is his second most. Interception percentage was 2.4. He was 2.4% likely to, or he threw an interception 
uh, 2.4% of the time. Uh, first downs, he was passing on uh, 180% or 188 first downs. Um, his third lowest QBR season. Um, Can you check how many <clears throat> times he was rushed or sacked, though, too? How many times he was sacked this season? Yeah. 23 times. So that is his, I believe, that is his second least amount of times that he was sacked. Really? Yeah. So that, so to me, that kind of raises a red flag. Like this, like he's kind of, he's, Jared Goff has played for a really good O line. Like, oh, this is Jared Goff. I thought you were talking about Matt Stafford for a minute. Okay. No, sorry. I was talking okay. about Jared. Goff okay. Yep. Because for some reason, the I know that this was coming at some point, but just watching, just hearing um, LA say, "Yeah, we're gonna trade Jared Goff," that made zero sense to me. Because you picked you picked this guy at first overall, and you know you had all these high hopes for him. You thought you, you thought that everything was going to be all fine and dandy. And I guess there's some trouble in paradise now. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like it seemed like, like it just didn't make much sense to me because it's like, why would you go and trade a player that you had all like, why would you go trade a player that you had high high hopes for because yeah. you know it's it's your first overall pick. But then I also look at his stats and I understand last year he was sacked twenty two times. This year he was sacked twenty three times, and he also threw his second most amount of interceptions yeah. in his career. That kind of raises a red flag. That raises red flag for me. If you can put a pretty solid O line in front of, in front of Jared Goff, he still throws, and and he still throws the second most amount of interceptions that he can have in his career on a weaker team like Detroit. That worries me a little bit. Yeah, and his and he was ten and six, and he was nine and six. Um, well. Wow last season but that was also with John Wolford coming in and saving the day in their last game but I think with John Wolford winning and kind of winning and and clinching that playoff spot for the Rams it kind of shows that the Rams can also win with literally any other quarterback like I would I kind of understand now how they feel like if I had if I had my second string if I had John Wolford winning a game for me yeah. I would probably not be all that all that confident in Jared Goff. But I will say this. He played six he started sixty nine games in his career. Yeah. Sixty nine yeah, games. Nice. <sighs> nice. Yeah, Matthew Stafford was sacked thirty eight times this year. Yeah. I don't know, I, but Matthew. Stafford I, I think it's a good trade. I think it's a good trade. I think it's a good trade for LA. No, I, I think it's a great trade for LA. But is it a good trade for the Lions? I just think they might have gave up too much. Do you think? No, I think the Rams gave too much. That's what I mean. The Rams. That's, that's what I'm talking about. What I would have done. What I would have done because Matthew Stafford. Listen to this, Matthew. You have Matthew Stafford throwing the ball to Tyler Higby. 
Cooper Cup, and Robert Woods. Yeah, he's got weapons on weapons on weapons. That is yeah. really like like I feel really excited about watching Matt Stafford finally play on a com- exactly. So that's kind of you know that's pretty. I'm pretty fucking hyped for that. Yeah, me too. Um, here's the stats last season. Matthew Stafford threw for 4,084 yards and had 26 touchdowns, and he wasn't even a nomination for the Pro Bowl. Yeah. And he had a 4.9 touchdown percentage. That is – and he had – and, may I add, he had 10 interceptions. Yeah. Like, he is – He's had really good numbers over the years if you look at his numbers. He's had fan – Fantastic numbers. He has always been a fantastic quarterback. Yeah, most underrated and quarterback in the NFL. Arguably, he totally is. Not, not even arguably. It arguably, it's not it even a question. The yeah. fact that he puts up these kind of numbers, and you know, still goes dummy. <laughs> still, yeah. still goes, still goes dummy out there. Um, that's insane. Also, I'm super pissed off because I bet the over on the Jets and the Flames, and I just missed out on that. So that's that's tough. Thanks, guys. <laughs> back to football, Palooza. <laughs> yeah, fa- back to football. Back to fa- fo- football. Football, Palooza. Papa Palooza. Papa Palooza. Palooza. Hey there. Uh... Who's the guy who got caught on the webcam there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. Yo, (laughs) you ever hear about those TikToks? Uh, You ever see those TikToks about that Elizabeth girl? Elizabeth? No. Jeffrey Tubin. That's the guy. (laughs) (laughs) From the New Yorker. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> so there's this there's like this joke going around on TikTok that started because of a viral TikTok okay. um, with this girl named Elizabeth who was getting boned in the middle of her class but she forgot that her mic was on. Oh, oh everyone, I saw that. I saw <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everyone on the call was like, why is she boning? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yo, everyone was like, why is she moaning like that? Is that sound normal? You see the guy that like pretended he was gonna jerk off on Zoom? He like told his professor he was leaving, like left his fucking camera on. Fucking pulled pulled up with a Kleenex box and fucking bottle of lotion, like undid his (laughs) pants, and then like you know your video is still on. He's like, oh. <laughs> he just turns his camera off. <laughs> but like, he, he did it for a joke. He did it for a joke, I'm pretty sure. Turns the camera off, goes back to going, that guy is so about that life. Yeah. He was like, he was okay. like um, he's like, professor, I'm not feeling too well. I'm going to go. Like, I'll, I'll just get caught up on the homework. And then, like, they see him, like, come back in. And all like you can see this girl on the top of the screen just looking at him like, what is he about to do? And then she like turns her mic on. She's like, you know your camera's still on, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 
fuck no <laughs> but uh, 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 uh. <laughs> um yeah no back to back to football though back to the topic at hand um do you think that giving away all those picks come back to bite the rams in the ass yes at some point it does like yeah. what what did we say earlier it was uh it was three picks yeah three first, first uh two first and a third yeah like at some point but hey who knows i mean um i'm just he... thinking this year's draft pick will definitely be good because this year's st- like this year's draft is fucking loaded like loaded with cute quarterbacks with quarterbacks, there's some wide receivers, some running backs. Yeah, no, it, it's a really, um, it, it's from what I've seen, it's like one of the best draft classes I've seen in a while. Like if you're year, going off right right now, based off of collegiate performances. Yeah, that I could I could argue. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Um, yeah, I mean. Last year's college season was pretty fun, if you ask me. And, and there's a whole lot of talent into the draft. Um, yeah. Like there, like there's Zach Wilson, uh, who I think yeah, that is guy, probably the most. They're saying he can go high as two now. They're saying he can go high as two now. I feel like he's not gonna go as high as two. Like I feel like, like it's. I feel the like the latest mock still... draft that I saw. I don't know who it was, but I'll find out for you. Uh, it had uh, it had Trevor. And then it had Zach Wilson, and then it had Justin Fields. But the Dolphins have the third pick, right? Yeah. Who has? And may I ask who has the who has the second? It is the Jets. Uh, yeah, the Jets. But the Jets, the Jets are holding on to Sam. Well, then they'll draft Penny Sewell. See that's why. See that's why I. Don't He's the think... whole line out of Oregon. He's supposed to be like amazing. Yeah, I think if you're, if I'm the Jets, I go out and I get the best O lineman in the draft. Yeah. I I don't even care about. Uh... There's some really good O linemen, and I don't know if you saw the other day, but there's that Division Three O lineman. Yeah, he's been all over my a... timeline. He was a fucking tank, that dude. Like he's huge, yeah. and he. He made this like five star recruit that played D one, like look like a fucking like idiot, like made him look like a fucking kindergarten kid. Yeah, I I, I saw I saw that guy, like I saw yeah. I heard about it. Um, no, yeah, like you know, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy how this draft is turning out. Um, I don't. Here's a hot take. And I know, I know, we're getting off topic because we were talking about, hey, was that the was that the right move for the for the Rams to do? Um, but yeah. um, I feel like Zach Wilson goes as low as as tenth. Yeah, because there's a lot of teams in that top ten that don't need a quarterback. Yeah, there is, but exactly. Because they're they're saying Sam's their guy. Because uh, the Jets, because you know it, it's kind of obvious. The have they came out and said that now? Yeah, they did. They said that Sam's they their guy. Okay. Um, 
So they're going to probably take Sewell or Slater, which are the two best alignment in the draft. Yeah. So here's so here's the draft order. Um, yeah. Maybe the Falcons take Zach Wilson at four, but I yeah. don't know. I, I feel like if I'm the Falcons and I see that I have Julio Jones on my team and I have Calvin Ridley, you know what I'm actually going after? You know what I'm actually trying to do? I'm kind of like dabbling in the in the quarterback market a little bit. I'm I'm kind of trying my hand at Deshaun Watson or a, or well, I guess yeah. now Jared Goff and and Matt Stafford's off the market, but maybe I'm even reaching out trying to get uh Wilson Wilson Winston. Uh, maybe I'm trying to get James Winston. Uh, really, well, I don't think so though. I think they're keeping him because we don't know about Drew yet, right? Yeah, we we you don't think know. Drew's coming back. I'm talking about the Falcons, bro. Oh, you're talking about, but I'm talking about you. Talk about Jameis Winston. Oh well, like I I don't know. I still feel like um... exactly. And if Drew comes back, well, then Jameis it, Winston it does, doesn't it... want to come back. Exactly. That's true. That's true. That's what I'm saying. But right now, the Falcons could get Justin Fields at four. Yeah, they could. But do you Or they trade up. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I feel like both the Jets and the Dolphins are going to be taking O-linemen at two and three because they both got young quarterbacks that they really want to build the team around. Um, And then at four... I think the Falcons probably take a quarterback at five. The Bengals better take an O-lineman because they need it. Joe needs protection at six. The Eagles, I think they got a quarterback in Hurts. I think they got a great quarterback. Just to point it, just the goal for the Eagles is go get him a line. Go get him some weapons. Go get him a running back. Go get him a wide receiver. Go get it. Go get him something that makes his job a whole lot easier. And then at seven, the Detroit Lions. I don't think they need a quarterback. They got a former first overall pick and a guy who's already been to the Super Bowl and, and Jared Goff. And then at number eight, the Carolina Panthers. I think that's whenever you start seeing Zach Wilson maybe start to get taken off the board because at four, at at four, you got you, you at four. Justin Fields is is still on the board, and yeah. here's the deal. If Zach will, if Justin Fields doesn't get taken at four, if pick number four rolls around and Zach Wilson isn't taken, Justin Fields is going to the Falcons. Pick number yeah. four rolls around and and Justin Fields is still on the board. Zach Wilson's an Atlantic Falcon. It, it's kind of like either or, yeah. and then same yeah. deal. If Justin Fields is and if Zach Wilson is taken at four. Justin Fields goes to the Panthers at eight. If Justin Fields is taken by the Falcons at four, Zach Wilson goes to the Panthers at eight. I honestly think that Zach Wilson might be the most success. This is going to be a hot take, and we're getting really off topic because the the Rams trades had us talking about the draft, but I don't even care anymore because, you know, now we're getting into the draft discussion, and we're probably going to have to have an NFL mock draft episode anyway exactly besides yep. the point but i part part of me says that zach wilson's gonna be the most successful quarterback out of these three yeah because he well you got trevor going to a dysfunctional franchise like jacksonville like trevor yeah. 
Trevor Lawrence gives me big Matt Stafford vibes. Yeah. And Justin Fields, I feel like, might be a Michael Vick. Like, people might think that he's the next best thing because he's such a mobile quarterback. And, oh, my God, oh, Justin Fields. That's the new era they're trying to make. Like, they did that with Lamar, too. And But it's not, though. And no, I know. We've seen that. We've seen that time and time again. They tried making the mobile quarterback. If you're a quarterback, you like get... look at look look at Lamar this year. Not effective because what happened? People learned what to do. You QB spy him. You send rushes. You make him. You make him try to collapse outside of the pocket. Yeah. You try to make him make plays, make throws that he's not comfortable making because he's still not an accurate quarterback. Which is which is I say this time and time again. The best style of quarterback to have on your team, the style of quarterback that every GM and coach wants, is the dual threat. The one that can get you yeah. with his legs and the one that can still air it out and just like fucking throw a dick shot down the yard, down the field for 50 yards. Like a Josh Allen, well, like a Patrick Mahomes, yeah. like a Russell Wilson. I think. I think everyone forgets how Russell Wilson is like the ideal quarterback to have. Yeah. Well, that's like the new age quarterback now. It's the guy who can throw the ball fucking 50, 50 to 60 yards down the field and he can run run and get you a first down. Like a like Russell Wilson, where size doesn't yeah. even matter. You can have a guy no. six foot six throwing the ball, and you can also have a guy like a like a little like a little Kyler Murray, a little short guy. Little short. What king is he? Five ten, five eleven. Our size. Five five ten. Kyler Murray, 5, 10, okay. short king. Showing shorter than me. Giving us, giving us some good representation out there. But yeah, um, we went down a giant wormhole. But I can I bring but, this back to the Rams? Yes, that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> the Rams traded their pick this year to Jacksonville. Yeah. So they don't have a first round pick for the next three years. Well, Sean McVay hates picks. They were talking about it on Pardon My Take. Uh, they were like, yeah. like I know, like it was, it was sarcasm. It was satire, but still, like Sean McVay hates first round picks. He would rather have guys that are ready now, that are that yeah. are ready to play right now, than have guys that then then have to to grow and groom a player which kind of makes sense like if it I does were, make sense if you're a win now if you're in a win now situation but you're but if you're not six. exactly they're not they're not though they're not in a win now kind of and well, a I, lot of these rookies come in and make a big impact like you saw chase claypool this year i know we hit the steelers but chase claypool came in and he was he was amazing this year yeah he was really good But Chase the, Young, Chase Young too, yeah, helped Washington make the playoffs. Like he changed that defense. He changed the defense. Yeah, he really did. The way I see it, though, is that the Rams, it, the Rams confuse me because they're not in a win now spot, but they kind of are because they made the playoffs. Or because yeah. they're they're in the playoffs and they they were in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and you know like, and they they were in the, you know they they kind of they were second they were they were second out of fourth in a really tough division and they made it to the divisional round and yada 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 like the Rams kind of confuse me because. 
But I think that just might be because they're in a really tough division. They're they're in a really yeah. hard uh yeah. division to win. Because you're 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 going up against what is it? Is it you're going up against San Francisco, you're fending off a young and hungry Saint uh Arizona Cardinals team, and you're also trying to knock off the Seattle Seahawks, which is impossible to do on its own. But yeah. They did it in the playoffs, but at the same time, they they did it as a ten and six team. And and when is that magic going to wear off? Where it doesn't matter what their their record is, they they could still win in the playoffs. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm looking at this Rams yeah. team and I'm thinking like, is this enough? Like is there something that the Rams are missing? Whether it's a little bit of youth, whether it's a a player who's ready to come in and and dominate right away, I don't know. But just, I feel like bring this, to bring this back, though. Yeah, I think Matt Stafford might change this. Yeah, and and exactly, I couldn't agree with you more. And just, I think he makes them twelve and four, if not better. That's a bit of a stretch because Matt Stafford hasn't been in a winning situation that much. And I know I sound like a broken record saying it because we hear it time and time again, and we're super fucking pissed off with hearing it. But experience kind of does matter. Like, like for an example, like we in in the in the NFC division in the NFC conference championship, we saw we saw experience take over. Tom Brady wasn't fantastic in that in that first half of the game. Neither was Aaron Rodgers, mind you. Yeah. But still, both guys weren't at their best. Yet, yeah. <clears throat> Yet Tom Brady found a way to adjust and lead his team to victory. Whereas Aaron Rodgers, who was in who won one Super Bowl, and I and correct me if I'm wrong, but that might be the only Super Bowl we've ever seen Aaron Rodgers in. Kinda just Yeah, it is. is. Kind of just folded. Now, I would like to argue that. It was a mix between a bad play call. Like I like now I'm gonna argue in that in that Green Bay game, it was a mix between bad play with Aaron Rodgers, like Aaron Rodgers not being on his game, and a couple questionable calls from the officials and his team around him not playing that well. Like like DeAndre or like Devontae Adams was was non-existent and then you know the couple questionable play calls by the by the coach you know there there was there was a whole lot that goes around it but whenever you have an mvp caliber veteran quarterback that's who that's the guy that you that you fall on and then you also had a well seasoned as much as we all hate him six ringed quarterback who just went out there and was just fucking slinging that ball all over the place. And I think that's what we're going to, that I think that's what we might see with Matt Stafford. They might have a great season and in a really hard division to win in, I could see the Rams being at least better than 10 and six. I'll, I'll give you this. My point is, is that I think that the Rams will do good, but I don't think they'll do as good. I'll give you this dog. Yeah. 12 and 4 is a very accurate 
it's either 12 and 4 for the Rams or 11 and 5. I'm not I think we can make this a bet and go over under. I'm not saying I don't think they go less. I'm not thinking they go more. I think it's I think the over if I'm setting the over under wins for this LA Rams team, I'm setting it I think it's 11. I'm setting it to 11 and a half. 11, yeah. Like I would like because you got like I said Arizona's young and hungry. They got D Hop and yeah. Kyler Murray is just getting better and better every year. And then they have a pretty deep. Well, their run game's kind of questionable, but then you, you also got Christian Kirk as well, who's who's a pretty safe option whenever D Hop isn't there. You know, you got all these. You, you know, you got a young team, and that defense is fun to yeah. watch. You know, I could see, and then you got San Francisco, who's still trying to get their shit figured out. I think if San Francisco gets a healthy Jimmy G in the lineup, they can they can do some damage. And then you obviously got Seattle. So, well, i I think his I think his future is questionable though, because they were in on the Stafford deals, and they they'd offered them something for Stafford. The San Francisco and for a while, yeah. For a while until Friday, until that trade happened, they were actually the front runner. Like people were saying that they were going to land them, that they were like the favorite to land them. But I think that San Francisco's mind is going to change pretty quickly. Um, yeah. Once that, once they get a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo, I kind of feel bad for Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> in a way because like I he gets too. paid, like he he gets paid for like a really high end quarterback, and um. Yeah. You know, he's always in the conversation of top quarterbacks, but he he somehow um but just like then whenever it's time to move a quarterback, no one no one talks about him. Like it, it it's almost like he's just ignored in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then I also I also see where the 49ers are coming from because I'm looking at his stats right now. And, you know, last season, uh, yeah, I believe it was uh, the 2019 year where the, where the 49ers went to the Super Bowl. That's kind of the first full season Jimmy G had as a, as a starter. And he went. 13 3 0, 39 78 yards, 27 touchdowns. That's a pretty decent year. And then, whenever they did yep. have Jimmy G string healthy, they were 3 and 3, 1096, 67.1 completion percentage, seven touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, and he was sacked 11 times in his, yeah. uh, in his career, or not in his career, seven, eleven times this year. Oh, okay. And the yardage that he lost due to sacks was seventy-seven yards. Wow. Yeah, and I mean that's not a whole lot. So seven yards a sack. In uh, in six no seven seven yards seventy seven yards in six games. So you do the math. But he's sacked eleven times. 
So it'd be seven yards of sack. Oh, there. yeah. Seven yards of sack. Sorry. And then he gets sacked. Quick maths. Yeah, sorry. I was going yards lost per game. And then. No, it's all good. I'm just saying per sack, it would be 11 or seven yeah. yards. See, he lost seven yards per sack. Then he was sacked uh, 1.83 times per game. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I'm starting to understand why why they give up Jimmy G because I'm like, Hey, like, like I was, I was hearing the, the trade, the trade talk as well in turn, like when you, yeah, with Jimmy G, but then I was like, Hey, this guy has been, this guy took your team to a Super Bowl like last season. Yeah. Like his first year of as a and he was healthy well, and he was just unhealthy yeah. this year. So don't you want to give him a shot? Like he's 30, but then you look at his age, he's 30 years old. I don't know. Jimmy G just makes, he's, 30 uh, he's now? 29 this year. He's going to turn 33 soon. Holy fuck. Yeah, I know. I didn't think he was that no, old. No, me neither. Like, but then again, he's been Brady's quarterback for, or he's been Brady's backup for a really long time. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like it, it's just so, it's so tough to judge. But I don't know. Man. You know, there there was a whole lot of teams that threw their hat in the mix, but yeah. Why don't we move on and talk about uh, Deshaun Watson? Yeah, we could we could do a we could do a little. How about we do a little bit of Deshaun Watson talk where we think he's gonna land, and then we'll uh, we'll go to the then we'll finish off by capping our Super Bowl talk. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So uh, Deshaun Watson wants out of wants out of Houston. Uh, give me three teams that we see. De- give me three uniforms that we could see Deshaun Watson in at the beginning of the 2021 season. Three, three uniforms. uniforms. Jets. Okay. Yeah. Falcons. Okay. Oh, I. It's hard because you think. If Stafford just got traded for what he got traded for, how much is Deshaun Watson worth? Exactly. Like, if I'm the Texans, do I go and try to get my pick back? And and that involves trading Deshaun Watson? You know, like the third overall pick, that's a whole lot, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Would the Broncos be a suitor too, maybe? The Broncos? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Drew Locke isn't all that special, if you ask me. Like, I'm trying to think of teams that actually be able to logically trade for him. Like, you'd be, say, Indianapolis or New England, but, like, they wouldn't have any capital to be able to trade for him. So, Deshaun Watson, if you trade... Deshaun Watson away. A pick from this draft class is going to be involved, and a pick from and a pick from yeah. early this draft class is going to be involved. Like, this, yeah. are the Broncos have the ninth pick in the draft? 
I could see the Broncos trading a a ninth. Here's here's a good trade. Here's a trade that I think might work. Um, and you can tell yeah. me if I'm a moron and if and if this is a dumb trade. But if I'm the Broncos, I pick up the phone and say, like I like I look at Jerry Judy and I look at um uh who's who's the other wide receiver on, on Denver? Oh uh he's old, yeah. right? Anyways, the Broncos have a pretty solid receiving core, right? And I also look yeah. at my tight end too, you know, because they Cortland. Uh, yeah, Sutton? I, I, sorry, thank you. I, I look at Jerry Judy. Yeah. I look at Cortland Sutton. I look at uh, whatever the fuck the quarterbacks and or the the tight ends name is. Uh, I look at my receiving core. I and I think, hey, if I have a really good wide or quarterback throwing these wide receivers the ball not only would it boost their their tight end is uh no offense no thank you uh so yeah, yeah like i look at no offense as well like i think hey i could have a pretty decent team if i have a really good quarterback so if i'm the broncos yeah. i pick up the phone and i say hey houston how about um melvin gordon jr the ninth overall pick and my first overall pick next year in exchange for Deshaun Watson. And then if I'm the and then if I'm the uh and then if I'm the Broncos, then I might even go and trade that ninth overall pick for one of the best running backs in the league. Next thing you know, I have the best offense in the NFL. Who's trading the ninth pick? Sorry, the Broncos trade the ninth pick to the tight or to the Houston Texans. They trade the ninth overall pick. Oh, they... to the Texans. They trade the ninth overall pick, Melvin Gordon Jr. or is it Melvin Gordon? Yeah, Melvin yeah. Gordon Jr. The ninth pick in the draft and a first rounder next year, in exchange for uh, Deshaun Watson. Okay. And then if I'm the Texans, once I get that pick, I either draft a really good O lineman or I, or no, if I'm the Texans and I have that ninth pick now, I either, I'm going to draft a quarterback. That's what I, that's where I was going because I was like, where are you going with this? You're going to get a running back. And that didn't make sense. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I I I was I was staring at the Broncos and I was thinking the Broncos, but yeah, no. Once and if the, I I respect the trade that you did, but I think you'd have to put Drew Locke in it. But then, like, the, but then that's just a waste. How like I waste? would probably like if I were the Broncos because I traded away a ninth overall pick, then I'd go trade Drew Locke for a first. Yeah. Like go trade it to like go trade Drew Lock to fucking like the like the Pittsburgh Steelers for a twenty fourth overall pick. At least I get a first round pick and then at near the end of the first round, yeah. that's whatever the running backs start to go. Then, you know, you go get a running back, then Denver's kinda set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 
like Denver, Denver yeah, could yeah. really turn the shit around. Yeah. The thing is, I don't know if Deshaun's going to get traded. No, because uh, because the tax the Texans did say they're not trading him. Like the GM did say. I'm yeah, not but I mean, hey, look, look at James but, Harden. But then again, it could it could. But then again, it could be a thing to try to get because even Pat Max, he said this. I watch him mm-hmm. a lot, and. It's a really good podcast or a really good show on YouTube if you want to check is that it out. Is it a podcast for him? Um, it, it, there is a podcast for it, but he also he's live on YouTube every day at lunchtime, usually noon to about oh, okay. 3 o'clock. It's usually about a three-hour oh, okay. show. And, yeah, he was saying that they might even just be doing this just to try to get more for him. Like, like to say, hey, okay, we will trade him, but, like, you have to offer us something overwhelming for us to even consider. Yeah, that be thing. like we're gonna fleece you. Like you have to be desperate as fuck in order for us to yeah. to accept this trade. Okay, that's kind of smart. Can come back to bite yeah. them in the ass, but kind of smart. But also, the thing I don't get is Deshaun Watson signing a five-year contract this year. When he knows he wasn't happy at the start, is of the he year. signing the deal? Like I could understand, I could understand, I could understood him saying that, you know, all he because obviously he wasn't happy that they lost D Hop, and he still ended up signing after that. But if I was him, I would have signed in a one or two year and said, you know what, I'm going to trust you guys. I'm going to see if we can turn this around. You know, we trade D Hop, um, we'll just move on from that. We still have a good team around us. And we still might be good. So if I sign a one or two year, we'll see how it goes. And then after that, I can leave and I can go where I feel is best for me. But instead, he signs a five-year contract at the start of the season and then goes after this terrible season that they had. Oh, no, I don't want to be here well, anymore. Well, I think that me. when did he sign that contract? The beginning of the year? He signed it after D-Hop got traded. And it was like this first or second week of of. The season, but I may believe. I remind you that the year before, the Houston Texans were pretty good. Like, like That's so. What I, mean. I so I think, but but why sign a five year? Because I think then? he still had some faith in the in the team. Like at the time, he thought, "Hmm, I can go get my bread and still be on a pretty decent yeah. team, and then and then go from there, right?" Oh, and another thing, if he gets traded, he loses $23 million off his contract. But I don't think... Because uh, the, cause there's no tax in Texas. Yeah, but then does that really matter? Like, he may, like you already get paid a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, he'd still get $140 yeah, like, million. Like he still gets a shit ton of money. Like, here's the way I look at it. Like, yeah. if I were... And, and if I were in Deshaun's situation... If I were on a team that was, um, if I were on a team that went eleven and five, then ten and six, I would, I would have some hope as well, and I would probably yeah. sign the contract, like you know, because you never know where you're gonna go with it. You know what I mean? But and hey, maybe Bill O'Brien is the problem. Who knows? And then, but you know, they 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 went eleven and five. 10 and 6, then 4 and 2, or 4 and 12. He signed his contract. So, you know, like it, it's just, it's tough to judge, but 
you know, I, hey, at least Deshaun's got his bread. He wants to go to a contender. I think he's going to get traded. Like at some point, you're at some point you have to. If the guy doesn't want to be there, if your star doesn't want to be there, at some point you have to trade him. So yeah. it's just a matter of time, and like as to when we see that happen. Yeah. Exactly. So how about we cap it off with? Uh, a couple more Super Bowl picks that we have, and uh, then we'll do Parlay Party and Game of the Week. All right, so okay, overs perfect. at 56 uh, and a half. Do you, have, uh, do you have them taking the over or under? I'm really? The over. 56 is a pretty big number. Yeah. 56? Oh, yeah, I think there'll be at least 60 points. Yeah, I kind of game. agree. Because you know what? I, I think it's going to be like a 37, 34, nice. 38, So it's going to be like the national. Game. It's going to be like the NCAA championship where it's just some absurd score. And we just and we just ignore yeah. defense. I would kind of take the under in that game just because like it's the NFL. And, you know, people care about clock management in that league. It's definitely, it's definitely going to be a close. Imagine game. how many like, people are going to take the under, and then it turns out like L.A. versus New England, where it's like ten three, and the game absolutely sucks. Yeah. Here's here's a stat for you: Patrick Mahomes has not lost a game by more than eight points since November yeah, 18, twenty sixteen. That was when he I was remember at seeing Texas. that. I I forget where I heard that, whether it was like Sports Center or uh, CBS, but yeah, that's an insane stat. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Patrick Mahomes has his work cut out for him. Yeah, he does. He's playing against the greatest quarterback of all time with, and a guy who's won with six Super weapons Bowl. that you could argue are just as good as Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, if not better than the exactly, weapons that Mahomes has. You know, I would kind of argue that. Um, I would. I actually would argue that Brady has better weapons than Mahomes because, you know, Ty- you can only throw to Tyreek Hill so many times until the defense catches on and says, hmm, I think he's going to throw to this guy again. You know, whereas Brady, he's got yeah. – uh, he all over to playoff Lenny. He can air it out to Mike Evans. He can air it out yeah. to Chris Godwin. He can give it to A.B. He can air it out to Scotty Miller. Brady has – Oh, excuse me. Brady has a lot surrounding him, and so I yeah. And he has the experience. He has that calm competitiveness. Yeah. Well, I, I think that both. I think that this is Patrick Mahomes is so good, man. Like he's what? Like he's twenty. Yeah. He's in his mid twenties, and he plays like a vet. He is insane. Patrick Mahomes yeah. is really good at football. So uh, I'm just gonna say yeah. that. I'm just gonna leave it at that. So, you know, I'm really excited, really exciting to see um, how this game goes. I mean, as much as I will say, you know what? I I would I understand why you're taking the over though. It's Brady v Mahomes, two offensive teams. The year as 
They like to say in the world of betting, life's too short to take the under. Yep. So That's what they said. Yeah. Um and MVP of the game. Who gets your MVP yeah. of the Actually, game? Actually, I'll I'll oh, take God. it this way. I because if you because if you call Super Bowl MVP, you're pretty much calling the winner of the game, right? So I'll say Yeah. What, what exactly can we pick one I, from each team? Say. You pick one from each team. Actually, I'll make life even easier on you uh, if your MVP is a quarterback, then you can give a non-quarterback MVP candidate. I was oh. going to give a quarterback candidate. Or, I was going to have one quarterback candidate, but I had two oh, in mind. Oh, Okay. So, I was thinking, who am I thinking here? Because I had some thoughts originally. I thought Gronk could be a big, big yeah. deal in this game. I honestly did. But I, I might go with Brady because I could see him throwing a lot of touchdowns. And I could argue Mahomes too, but... Yeah, I could see that. I could see that happening. I... But I don't know. I I could also see Kelsey winning it too because he's been like that number one target in like when Mahomes is needed yeah. the most this year. Here's I. So I could I could see a quarterback. Yeah, you're, or a tight you're end. really big on the that's tight end. That's what I'm saying. You, you went off about Kelsey earlier, and now you're thinking that he should be Super Bowl MVP. If, yeah. if Kansas City wins, well, um. I'm gonna. I'm yeah. a big Tyron Matthew guy. I've always been a fan of the Honey Bat. One of my favorite defensive players growing up as a kid. Uh, Cam Chancellor wow. and Tyron Matthew were my two favorite defensive players. So, exactly. The Legion yeah, of Boom exactly. Himself. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give a little hot take here. This is gonna be a very spicy take. I think in the game. Tyron Matthew picks off Tom Brady, returns it for six. That is like the game winning play. Obviously, they don't win by a touchdown. Like, obviously, it's not like buzzer beater game six, but I'm saying like that's how, like, that's pretty much the difference between Kansas City winning and losing. And Tyron, and if that does happen, and my correction is. If the if the game ends on a big defensive play, it's going to be Tyron Matthew because he's their defensive star. And yeah. when the lights shine the brightest, you need your defensive stars to step up and make those big plays for you. So I think Tyron Matthew. You want to hear the last? You want to hear the last um, defensive player to win it. Super Bowl MVP? Vaughn Miller. Ooh, that's not a surprise, though, because Vaughn Miller had a really good year that year. And he played really well in that game. Vaughn Miller is still a really good pass rusher, if you ask me. He's just not as good as he once was. He's just not as up there. Um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and injuries as well, like, you know. But, yeah, I I think Tyron Matthew, he's going to make a big defensive play. 
that's going to earn him the MVP. And is it a player voting system for uh, Super Bowl MVP? Oh, I was going to say, if it's a voting system, I was going to say, I'm going to vote for uh, playoff Lenny. It's going to get Leonard Fournette going. You know what? I was just about to say, scratch what I just said. He honestly, this guy reminds me of Devin White. I believe. Yeah, like just scrappy running back. Can carry three guys on him. Well, like yeah. he was insane at LSU, and then it didn't really work out at Jacksonville. And then he had a rocky season this year, and he's really rejuvenated himself in in the in the playoffs. I really think that this year could. I really think this playoff could be the difference between uh, Leonard Fournette turning himself around. James, sorry, White, that's James okay. White. James White. I James think White, that could that's be my bad. Devin White is on the Buccaneers. Yeah, that's why I, I thought can, of it. I think. But he honestly does. He reminds me. Yeah, of him. he's just like, a that's rough who he and tough me of. running back. Um, no, I I think this playoffs has really helped Leonard Fournette turn his his career around. I suppose you could say. Um, so I think he'd be my vote for the. I think playoff Lenny is going to be might be my vote for Super Bowl MVP. But if all else yeah. fails, we'll just give it to the quarterbacks. Also, Patrick Mahomes could become the third player to win uh, playoff MV or Super Bowl MVP. Sorry, yeah. Back to back I hope years. I hope he actually deserves the Super Bowl MVP though. Like in yeah. my opinion, he didn't really. He kind of didn't really deserve Super Bowl MVP. Uh, it, it, it last year, yeah. like it was kind of Damian Williams. My pick last year was Debo Samuel. If why well, I, I voted for uh, I voted for Damian Williams because I remember because I remember the game was oh, really you? tight and Damian Williams had that huge run for a touchdown like it was like what thirty yards something like that yeah like he had a huge run yeah. for a touchdown and as soon as I saw him like as soon as I saw his body cross the end zone I was like that's it game over. You know, did you know there's only one player in history who won the Super Bowl MVP who, who didn't win the Super Bowl? Um, let me get his name here. Chuck Howley is the only Super Bowl MVP for a losing team on the Cowboys uh, when they lost 16 13 to the Fuck Baltimore yeah, Colts. team, baby. Cowgirls. Can I add another stat in? I, I know I'm like the stats Go guy. Ahead, stat I guy. Have stats to add. Out of the last yes. seven Super Bowls, the quarterback the quarterback for one of the team has been either a current New England Patriot or former New England Patriot. Who? Uh, so Brady. You so got, got Brady, Trump. Jimmy G. You got Brady. Uh. And Cam Newton. Oh shit! Yeah, no way. I miss whenever Cam Newton yeah. was MVP. That was a really fun year. That was a really really fun. Year. I know it was. Um. Yeah. Anything else to add on the Super Bowl, dog? Or, or are you ready to move on? Yeah, I got one more thing. 
And this is why the NFL is the no fun league. The Buccaneers are not allowed to do their scoring ritual because, and I quote, the NFL is trying to have a neutral site and the game be as even as possible for both yeah, the that's... Bucks and the Chiefs. The league is not allowing Tampa to fire their cannons from their famed pirate ship after touchdowns and big well, yeah, plays. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, that's why they have Super Bowls in different cities, bro. But, like, it's the one time that it's ever happened, and you're not going to allow them to well, have Well, it's because the they don't, advantage. like, why would you, the whole, that's the whole point of having it at different sites, though. No, not I, even I, I, I guess. guess. I guess. Not even I guess. I guess, I guess the it makes sense. The point of having it at different sites, like at a different site than, than the number one seed or number two seed, is so that one team doesn't have the advantage because the Super Bowl is one game. Okay. What? <laughs> You're saying that I like said, such okay. a defensive way. Like, doesn't that make sense? Like, it's one game. Yeah, you kind of are. I'm not saying it defensively. You kind of are. Okay. It's. Bro, just, it's one I'm game just I'm and just, I'm it's just... the finals. Like, don't you think that like the losing team would be bitching and moaning if they were like, "Oh fuck, Tampa Bay had the advantage because they were shooting cannons and shit." Should have played it at a neutral field. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Just let it go. Forget I said it. Move on. <laughs> no rebuttal. No, I'll just. I'll take, just take my out and snowflake. Anyways, fuck you. Anyways, fuck you. moving on. Um, <laughs> parlay party, dog. Give me your picks. Show me picks, please. You can go. I'll let I'll let you go first because I'm just getting a stat. Okay. I want to get a parlay. Yeah, pick me too. I'm, I'm, from the Super I'm Bowl. trying to figure out my picks too. Um, well, I mean, it's a bit too late to bet on this one, but I took the over in the Oilers and Sens game because life's too short to take the over. Um, 14 minutes left in that game, uh, and it's in the or 14 minutes left in the second period. Sorry. Um, then looking at um, more games, uh, we bet some football. I forget how our how our picks went. We we bet a lot of football. That's for sure. Or we bet a lot. Of, we did bet a lot of soccer. That's we for did. Sure. Um, you know what? I'm gonna take um tomorrow. That's uh, the Bruins and the Flyers. That's a really good game. Banger of a game. You know what? Over. Uh, I, I'm a big. I'm a big over guy. I like overs. I like. I like. I like big numbers. You know. I, I like it chunky. You know. I like yeah. big. Like I'm chunky. Call me. Call me Moto Moto. Uh, I'm taking the over in the Philly and Boston game. The over-under for total goals in that game is 5.5. I think you won't be disappointed if you take that game. Uh, And then moving on to some football. We did did pretty well. We did pretty well with the football. Football. Uh, I think uh, think the game is Austin Villa and, and West Ham United. Um, we were bet we were talking about we were talking about Villa uh a lot and I think that um tomorrow Villa is just going to do the job again because um Villa and West Ham are like right right beside each other in the standings and whatnot so I I would take Villa 
Um, I take Villa outright tomorrow. It's at uh, games at fifteen uh, fifteen. So that's like what? That's uh, three fifteen. Three fifteen. Villa. 315. West Ham. Yeah. I'm taking Villa to, to to win that one. And we already did our picks for the Super Bowl, so that does not count. Um, but uh, basketball picks. Gonna go on the hard court. Um, you know what? Nixon, Nixon Bulls. This game sound. Oh, uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm just looking a little bit through, uh, flicking through. Houston Rockets at Oklahoma City Thunder. That's kind of an emotional one, right? You know, post post Russell Westbrook and yeah. uh, Chris Paul. So that means the game means. So that means this this Rockets Thunder game means practically nothing. Um, but I'm, uh, you know what? Um, I'm gonna point spread is uh, six and a half for the for the Rockets. You know what? I'm gonna take the Thunder to cover. I like the Thunder. I like Shy Gilgis Alexander. I think in that game tomorrow he's gonna go insane so that's just a gut feeling bet don't listen to me uh but uh take villa on the pitch take the over in the flyers bruins game tomorrow and take oklahoma city to cover the uh cover the spread on the court tomorrow yeah nice nice yeah solid solid pitch from you tommy Go for it. You want to hear my picks? Four nothing Edmonton. Let's go. I'm getting the so got- over. I'm hitting the over, dog. It's happening. I I nice. also took, let's go, Tommy. I also Bring took the Oilers to cover in that game. I'm betting against my favorite team, and it's four nothing right now. This is the first time I've actually cheered against the Senators. Fire away. <laughs> That's funny. So. First of Ooh, all, tomorrow night, we've got one. Indiana and Milwaukee. Milwaukee's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite, but I think Ooh. Indiana wins this game, so I'm taking them okay, to win. Okay, Then we got New York and Chicago. Chicago's a so minus, minus four. I think I think Chicago even will though cover they've, that. Even though they've blown like a five-point lead in 11 seconds. Didn't Chicago do that? Didn't they blow a lead in like... 11 seconds or some shit. Oh, okay. No, that was the Nets. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Then we got Houston OKC. I'm taking OKC to win. Even yeah. Houston's the five and a half point favorite. Ooh. It's getting a little tough. Um, let's see what else we got. Let's move on to Super Bowl. Wow. Let's color go of, color of Gatorade. What? Orange yeah, is the most is. popular color in recent past years. Over the past decade, it has been the color of choice five times, including back-to-back years in 2010, 2011. Blue is next at two in 2019 and 2015. But you know what? I think they changed it up this year, and I'm going to go at plus 175. Red Gatorade does give you, um, give you superpowers. But I think I'm going to I'm gonna go uh, Gatorade, Gatorade Frost. Like, I'm going to go at, like, the – like, I do, like, the ice – I no, no, no. 
No, the clear white, white the slaps. clear white white slaps. I I love. I'm going with blue. What are you What are you going with? Sorry. Yeah, I, I, like, I like I like I like blue. Actually, I yeah. I like blue. But gate. blue Gatorade is my favorite Gatorade. That's my favorite Gatorade. But, but not I feel like, like blue, red. like just like, like regular blue. I'm talking like like iceberg or whatever. Yeah, that slaps. Oh, dude. like Gatorade Frost. So like the light blue. Yeah. That's so sick. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I would also take length. You should also bet on length of the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Uh, over over under it? over under for, for that, uh, you know? the Super Bowl is one hundred nineteen point five seconds. Yeah, I would too. I, I feel like at the end, that. like they would really stretch out the brave in Home of the Brave. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, here's my bet here. We got on Sunday, yeah. we're going a little football here. Man City and my okay. boys, Liverpool. I'm taking Liverpool. Come on, City. Uh, plus, plus 175. Even though I'm probably okay, not going to watch it, I'm probably just going to sleep in on Saturday morning. Who knows? Oh, we got Vila. Arsenal and Austin Villa on Saturday as well. And I think that'll be a draw. Nice. So I'm going with that at plus 250. Nice. And I think it'll be Who, 1-1. What song... And I think those are my b- picks Before we week. move on to the game of the week, what song do you think will be the first song of the halftime show? You have to, though. It's Winding such a good song. I love it. Like <laughs> I know, like, I, I know. think though that, that's such a good song to kick off any concert. Like if, like if I started hearing like the, you know, like at the beginning, what, what? I have a question for you though. I have a question for you though. You think that we? Oh, does, I like, think he does, but out, I like, don't. But I think like, um, I think what he really brings yeah. out is "Can't Feel My Face." That's a banger. Yeah. But no, I love blinding. Like, like the second I hear like the faded out, like I'm just like, oh, fuck yeah! Like, like one, like one time I heard the the beginning to Blinding Lights, and I did a full on fist pump, like wit, like like what wit did. Here's one for you. Here's one for you. We got, will Tony Romo correctly predict an offensive play? Yes is at minus 130. Mm, no, I think yes. I take yes. Or no, actually, I would take got, no because Tony Romo is so stunned by everything that happens around him. Yeah. Then we got primary color in Miley Cyrus's hair in her tailgate show. Blonde white is minus 125, brown plus 125, red plus 300, and purple plus I'd 500. Go red. I'd go with brown at plus one. Super Bowl, you gotta go crazy. Will LeBron be said during broadcast? Yes, plus 550, no, minus 1000. Uh, is it time for game of the week? Do you wanna. 
Do we want to get game of the week? Away? Yes. But well, do we I even mean, have to talk like, about the game did, of the week. I my I was gonna. Well, the game of the week, obviously the Super Bowl. That's our game my of the future week. game but of the week is the next time the, the Hawks and the Lakers play each other. Just just because uh, courts. Oh, just because yeah. uh, steroid guy, <laughs> steroid and guy, Karen were trying to get after it with LeBron, and LeBron called her a rank ass bitch. Then was really yeah. cool about it in the press conference after. So <laughs> I think that's sick. Um, and I think that the Lakers should give courtside Karen yeah. um, a free ticket. And it's just courtside Karen and her 113 year old husband. Just sitting beside each other in an empty Staples Center, um, or or Phillips Arena, depending on where the game is. But yeah, I think those should be. Uh, I, I that's my future game of the week. Yeah. Go for it. You want to hear what my game of the week is? Yes. It's Super Bowl Sunday, but we're talking about a different kind okay. of football that's overseas in England. It's at eleven thirty in the morning. Game. We got Liverpool and Man City. That's a big game. The first That's and third game. place team. If you're a soccer fan, I suggest you turn tune into that. Or if you ever, if you want to get into some, you soccer know, you know who's game, uh, who's Twitter you should, you should be paying attention to during the during um, Liam Gallagher's. That dude's Who? Twitter is fucking hilarious during Man City matchups. He he's always like trolling okay, and yeah. shit. Like whenever, yeah. like whenever Messi was rumored to be coming to to Manchester City, he was like tweeting about it every five hours. Like it was something like the Messiah yeah. is coming to Man City. Come on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then like one, that's hilarious. Yeah, you said. It... And then one time he tweeted you said his at, name's like, Liam Gallagher. I don't know. It was like really early in the morning and it was just like messy, 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 like just like consecutively. So yeah, no. Um, Yeah. So Doug says tune in to Liverpool and Man City. I say check Liam Gallagher's Twitter during uh, Liverpool Man City. Um, So that pretty much wraps things up for another week here at True Story, bro. Um, Go follow our Instagram at True Story Bro Pod. Uh, is is there a, is there an underscore involved? There is an underscore. It is yeah, true. True Story Bro, uh, story underscore, bro pod. underscore Pod. We're also pod. available not just on Anchor, but we're also on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Cast, and wherever else, and Pocket Cast, wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, still working on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, though, but that will be coming soon. Yep. And, Tommy, here's some news for you. Yeah, Amazon gonna, Music is now allowing podcasts, so we could possibly get on there soon. So, uh, yeah, lots of platforms to listen to TSB yeah. on. Thank you very much for listening for another week. And uh, drink lots of beer. Have a great Super Bowl weekend. Have some fun and watch that game. Yes, my kings and queens above if you're 18, over the age of drink 18. lots of beer if you're of age. If you're not, drink Sprite and throw up because your tummy's full. <laughs> Cheers, everyone, and have a great week.
Peace.